0: Welcome back to the Not Your Average podcast, where you are empowered from the inside out to be your best and to have personal growth and hopefully um, global impact, whatever that looks like for you and your world. So, today's episode is going to be on combating stress. Now, this is something that every human being, uh, as an adult, Uh, we'll have to deal with and I am reminded of the quote I think it's Jim Rohn who says it and he is I think he was the mentor I think for Tony Robbins and he said it's not that things get easier it's just that you get better at things you get stronger you get wiser you get smarter you get more perceptive more discerning more Um, aware of exactly your own triggers and reactions but also how to focus on what you can control and what is within your control rather than keeping on focusing on whatever it is that is outside of your immediate influence. So in terms of combating stress the reason why I think it's so important is that not only is it something that we all deal with and it looks different for everybody else. So take anything as ever with the podcast, take what is is useful to you and then apply it because that's where we learn uh, and then see what will work for you. But do keep in mind that this is not a one size fits all because obviously all our lives look completely different. But right now, particularly with the pandemic, this is a global situation, it's very unique for the world in general to be going through a shared experience and one that requires um, a shared sense of action or rather staying at home in action, that kind of thing. So then this has brought on so many changes. This has been out of the control of everyone. And so I think it's important to not only acknowledge that this brings a different pressure on someone's mindset and habits and relationships and work that you know we may have not anticipated at all but it means that you know like most things in life even if you didn't choose it it is here and i think some of the things that i mentioned today will be things that you can apply whether we were having a pandemic or not so Why stress is important is because it is something that affects everyone but also it's something that has such a sort of it's like a silent assassin I kind of call it because only in Western medicine which I think is great and I think that it does such a phenomenal service but Western medicine is really used and and, and is really exceptional when dealing with acute issues so say say for example someone's had a car crash or someone you know had a heart attack or you know someone's i don't know cut their knife accident cut their finger accidentally when they're cooking things like that acute things that require reactive measures reactive and response so it is excellent for that um and our emergency services do a fantastic job and our healthcare system does a fantastic job in in the sense of you know using those skills and that knowledge that we've gained so far about the human body but it's not preventative Um, it's not one that looks at a holistic um, viewpoint of someone's health in terms of their life uh, any stress that may be going through Uh, in this year we've seen a lot of grief so it doesn't you know western medicine doesn't look at and say what can we do to prevent that what are the other factors and nor does it look outside of um science for remedies and i think it's important to not negate the things that you can do like meditation like you know eating um whole foods um that can really help you uh get one step ahead and also be more of a preventative be more on the offense rather than always on the defense when it comes to life situations and people and you know pandemics and all the things that we're going to deal with all the rapid change that we will deal with in life and how to keep your equilibrium really up to scratch so in terms of combating stress it really does have an effect on your physical health and most people find that later and a lot of um, studies have recently shown that a lot of cancers and a lot of sort of long-term chronic health conditions are due to sort of the effects of stress and suppressed um, emotions or emotions that don't really have anywhere to go don't really no one really knows how to process them and this is not a judgment on anyone because no one's really taught all this stuff unless you're a psychologist or your parents or somebody in your family is a psychologist and can sort of be able to walk you through this and so this is just about unlearning what you've um, learned before and relearning and taking on new habits i really do believe that that's where our power lies and so instead of focusing on you know what we may be experiencing, we can focus on where our power lies in terms of making tangible change. So in terms of combating stress, I would say the, my first point is to take a preventative approach. What I mean by that is put in place habits, things that are like as easy and as intuitive as brushing your teeth, put things in your routine that really help you Relax, um and relaxing doesn't mean that you're doing nothing relaxing doesn't mean that you are necessarily not working or not working out or not you know cooking or not doing the laundry relaxing is about a state of mind and being at ease you know that's why we have we call it disease ease because disease is like your body is not at ease with itself the you know things are not functioning properly but when you are at a, a point where your habits help to create that sense of calm within you regardless of what's going on outside of you you are going to be better prepared for um eventualities that take place that you didn't really plan for no one really plans for lots of things that happen in life but when you are prepared and i always say stay ready so you don't have to get ready um then you're not going to be scrambling so you are actually going to be in a better position mentally to be able to work out what you can do in that situation because your mind will already be at rest and so again this does not mean that everything is perfect this does not mean that you are a perfect individual who has zero you know who has all the you know tools in their arsenal to be able to deal with everything it's never about perfection it's about growth and progress so for example if you have a morning routine Why not inject a five-minute meditation in there because most people think that they have to start and do it for like three hours and it has to be really intense, you have to be completely silent, you have to just, you just, we're quite extreme as human beings. But I would say that start off bite-sized with anything, you know, if you're wanting to really look after your health, start off by doing something for 15 minutes a day and see how you go with that for maybe a week or two, and then ramp it up and add maybe more time or uh, add to the intensity. So add things that really not only help keep your body functioning at its best, but help keep your mind at rest. And meditation is a fantastic way to do that because it increases your mindfulness. Um, You can either do guided meditation or other types of a contemplative meditation so there's lots of things that you can find on youtube there's the calm app there's the abide app there is um headspace app there are so many things that can help you to do that um so maybe at the end of the day another thing that you can do to help you relax is journaling journaling is a fantastic way because first of all your journal will never gossip on you um so i suggest that you leave it somewhere where nobody can access it um and also your journal helps you see your thoughts and helps you see what is a rational thought or what is something that has upset you, what is something that is a concern of yours. It helps you really dig deep beyond the surface of what you may be feeling to understand what is the core need that you may need to be met there. Because most of stress is about either expectation not being met, met either change that we didn't anticipate or um, a sense of a need um not being i guess a need being violated as well as a need um not being met so we all have core needs it's nothing to be ashamed of and we live in a world where people act like they don't really care and they just have zero feelings and that's not a healthy way to be either it's that's what we call suppression what you have to do is create habits and processes that means that at the start of the day or at the end of the day or in the middle of the day whatever works for you you are meeting those needs yourself and you are forming habits that meet those needs that help you um, approach things in a way that's calm and level-headed so one of the things that that also really helps with is that if you are triggered by other people you will be fully in control and not give your personal power away To whatever somebody says does or does not do or refrains from doing so again putting in these habits you know maybe you want to meal plan for example maybe that helps the ritual of cooking or the ritual of you know putting things together like that helps you you know remain calm and why will you be calm because when it comes to and you think oh i'm hungry or when it comes to a situation you think oh um i need to have the energy to do this again you won't be scrambling because you will have already created a rhythm within your life our our life i believe really runs on our habits and our rhythms and our mindsets that will help you do things and be on the offense rather than on the defense you know think about when you to do things and you have to do something that requires a lot of concentration or energy and maybe you haven't had much sleep or maybe you haven't had much rest and trying to do something that is so like that is taxing when you haven't had much sleep is not easy but when you're trying to do the same task or maybe you know stay awake in that meeting but yet if you've had adequate sleep and quality sleep then you're going to be in a much better place why because you your body was more prepared your mind was had time to rest so it's that thing of like no I don't have to wait till I get into the situation to combat the stress or I don't have to allow every situation to teach me there and then I can actually put in place habits that prepare me as best as is possible within my power to deal with this stress and that leads me on to my next point which is Um, eliminate stressful people so when I say eliminate I mean just like just don't communicate there's nothing like sinister about that I mean that life is too short um, to be dealing with people that you are not sure about and I once watched an interview with Vanessa Van Edwards who is I would say a psychologist scientist behavioral scientist I think um, I'm not sure what she would call herself but she runs uh, I think a lab or something um, a company that re really, and writes books that really looks at human behavior and she mentioned that most of our stress and most of our social stress is not really based on people who don't like us because it's easy to deal with someone who's quite obvious about that Um, At least I find it easy. It's much, at least you know where you stand with that individual. But what is more um, taxing on our emotional and psychological wellness is actually those people who you're not really sure about. Those what we call frenemies. And those people who kind of seem happy for you, but really aren't. Those people who you cannot be 100% sure have your back. Those people who really only want to hear about your downsides, but don't really celebrate your wins um you know those people who seem to um be very silent and you know when you're making progress or you're growing you know those people who um may not compliment and again we at here at Not Your Average we don't live for compliments and we don't also uh change because of criticism and in the sense of we're not moved by either we're moved by growth and what we decide is the things that can move us forward. But back to my point, it is basically that people that you're not sure about cause you stress because they're not negative enough for you to you know, for it to be so obvious, but then again, they're not somebody that you are clearly not 100% sure of. And one of the things that I that really struck me when Vanessa made that point was that it's about the fact that we have such a hard time particularly as adults to trust our intuition you know we want to give people the benefit of the doubt we want to have individuals you know we're made for you know social interaction if anything this last year showed us that but at the same time it has to be healthy social interaction and it's the same with you as you eliminate people who are stressful make sure that you're not being stressful to someone's life make sure that you're clear on exactly who can have access to you and to what degree because then that eliminates stress with those who you interact with whether it's professional or personal so this also goes um to having that boundary with yourself and making sure that you're not stressing yourself out just because you can't trust your own intuition about other people but also because you're not honoring your own um either you know you're not honoring your own intuition but also you're not honoring your own schedule or your own um your own wants and needs when it comes to what you need to do in order to create a healthy relational environment in your life. So eliminate people who just aren't for you, you know, I think this this year has really given us time to sit and to evaluate. And sometimes those things come over time. And one of the reasons why I started with the preventative habits number one is if your mind is calm, if your mind is um if your body's calm and stable if you're not all constantly in fight or flight mode you're gonna find it easier you're gonna have so much clarity when it comes to other people because you're not going to be speaking in order to just be heard you're not going to be uh trying to you know running on 100 miles an hour mentally trying to get things done you're not going to be doing things because you think that's what needs to be done and running on autopilot you will have such a keen sense of discernment based on what you um, perceive not what other people tell you about other people other people tell you about yourself but purely based on the fact that your mind is at ease and you can really listen to what is being said and what is not being said uh, and what is being done and not being done so all of these things add up to help you. Those preventative measures aren't just so that you can be fit and healthy, which is fantastic and is essential to have a fulfilling life. But it's actually to also ensure, and as we start here in the UK, it's the start of Mental Health Awareness Week, It's to ensure that you have the mental capacity and the mental dexterity to be able to release people who don't add value to your life or who add stress to your life or who don't aren't a positive addition and sometimes that, those aren't people who are aggressive or rude or whatever it can just be people who are passive people who just don't show up people who just don't participate in anything and you just feel like you're having to drag them just to you know engage or to you know convince them to spend time with you though again you are too worthy of the healthy relationships to waste time doing that so my second point is eliminate stress but when it comes to people but also make sure that you're not someone who's adding stress to somebody else's life but being really clear on your own boundaries when it comes to your relational interactions and my third point on combating stress is allowing yourself to have a compelling vision and one that allows you to do things that you enjoy. And the reason why I didn't make these two separate points is because I really don't believe we're created to live a purpose that we hate or to do spend our life doing things that we just detest. Now, The reason why having a compelling vision, you know, eliminates stress or helps to combat stress is that it really helps with those boundaries that I was talking about in point two. It helps you say no to things because when you look at your vision for your life, it's pulling you forward. It's not just pushing you based on circumstances. And so you're able to think, actually this isn't aligned with what my purpose is here and now or in this particular year or in this particular season of my life and so I can easily say no thanks you know maybe next time maybe another time to things that don't align with that so that I can say yes to the right situations the right opportunities the right people um, that can really help not only me but those in my world sort of grow and move forward so I think it's important to have that because although we may think oh you know I have a dream I have you know goals and you know those goals may seem stressful to you but actually to have things that you're passionate about first of all is such a gift and to have things that you're interested in to do and to use your abilities or to develop a talent in some area that's a gift to be able to recognize that and to pay attention to that and to really um put in place actions that can help you move in the direction of your interests but it's also a gift to be able to eliminate that and we think oh it's so stressful to try and make something happen you know you you're not necessarily doing it just on your own you can be able to join up with other people who may either share a similar vision or who have similar values which is so important in terms of integrity etc etc but when you have a compelling vision although it may seem stressful to have that sense of wow I have something that seems so overwhelming to achieve and i'm not sure how long it's going to take instead of thinking about the the massive picture all the time let the massive picture let the macro inform your micro decisions let your macro vision inform your daily posture let the macro vision inform and influence your daily mindset that's how you will eliminate stress because you're not all consumed by having to have it right here, right now, done, completed, everything. We live in a world where we're seeing everyone's chapter 20 and comparing it to our chapter 1. We didn't get to see chapters 1 to 19. So we kind of need to stop that comparison game, which is why having a compelling vision is so important because you stop comparing and so therefore you stop doing things that you probably don't want to do which is stressful (laughs) in order to get to where you think you want to be based on some arbitrary you know life checklist so that is also stressful because you're not really living in a way that is true to the purpose that you've been created to live out here that i believe on Earth. so when you have that purpose and that vision and there are episodes where i've discussed how you can uncover that i don't believe that we necessarily go out searching for it outside of ourselves i don't believe that anyone outside of you can give you that vision i think that that is something that you uncover i think that they can they can be a catalyst they can be someone who nudges you in the direction they can be someone who believes in you um so that you can be able to really step forward into maybe what you're gifted to do but at the end of the day it's you who who's either got the vision or who, who's got the gift or whatever it is. so having that sense of something bigger than just yourself something bigger than just the daily grind the macro will help keep you going when the micro maybe gets tedious but at the same time the macro can help inform your micro when your micro may seem overwhelming in terms of maybe the decisions that you have to make so it helps you keep life quite simple and uncomplicated in the sense of these are my values this is how I spend my time this is the caliber of person I spend my time with in terms of people's character. This is the type of person that I will be, that I will show up to be in other people's lives. And so this is, this is the standard that I have for myself. So this is the standard I have for my life. So therefore, anything that doesn't fit in that, it's fine. And so therefore, I have less stress because my life is not pulled in multiple directions based on what other people want. Um, for me, uh, without knowing me or my vision. It's not based on, again, some arbitrary life checklist. And lastly, it's not really based on you having to be this perfect person who lives up to this, you know, online persona. It's not based on you having to be anything other than who you are. So, that is stressful i can imagine so i think it's important to find ways and means and if you have any um other tools any other ways any other practices that you use to eliminate stress then do get in touch with us we are at notyouraverageofficial.com, and our instagram is not your average official so do feel free to drop a comment or a dm And definitely go follow us on there. But it's important that we learn from one another because these are just, I think, some of the overarching things that we can do uh, to take a preventative look at our lives. And the pandemic has afforded us, um, those of us who are still blessed to be here, to have that time to look and evaluate our lives and, and cultivate that sense of meaning um going forward i always say you know negative things always have a seed of growth there in it they always have something that they can um teach you they always have something that they can nourish you and 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 something that you can put into practice in future and i feel like combating stress is one of the thing the best thing that you can do for yourself because not only are you worth it but you also want to be able to experience life you want to enjoy it you want to really be present enough to um you know see it for what it is so I definitely recommend that you look more into this share whatever works for you um I definitely I might do a part two later on I think this is such an interesting subject because we all have the ability to maybe be so insular in our vision you know the immediate issue may cause us to really be so insular but actually there's such a bigger picture um and also i think it's quite empowering because we have that ability to combat this stress we have that ability and to learn and we live in a fantastic age of information where, as I always say, take everything that you read on the internet with a pinch of salt. But we have so many resources at our disposal that don't require us going through, you know, traditional gatekeepers. So you can find ways to nourish your mind, your spirit, your body, uh, so that you can be at your best. And that's what being not your average means. It means being at your the best possible that you can be so that you can live out your purpose as ever share with anyone who needs encouragement anyone who you think needs uh you know really get this message um i'm excited to continue this uh season with you all as we hopefully head into summer hopefully we'll have warmer weather i am so excited for that i can't even tell you um but thanks so much for listening And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.